Hosting for Your Tech Life, proudly provided by Web Central. Everything technology, from computers to mobile phones, TVs and the internet. Information you want, want all the help you need. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Oh, where do we start, my friends? It's, uh, it's Tuesday night. I've waited until very late in the evening to record because there's just so much going on. But, um, well... The census has failed, and failed dismally, and I think we need to talk about that, and I will um, in the in the moments ahead. So, you know, it's kind of to be expected. It's kind of uh, obvious, and we did predict it. In fact, on Two Blokes Talking Tech, but I want to talk about why, and I want to talk about what actually happened. So we'll um, we'll get into that in just a minute. Thanks to the good people at Garmin, Satellite Navigation, GPS Technology, and of course Alcatel and their range of smartphones including the new Idol 4 which will be on sale here soon and it's worth checking out. Plus we'll talk about uh, GT Academy it's back this year, Nissan's Nismo GT Academy with PlayStation where you can become a real racing driver I want to talk about Instagram stories and see what you think of that I've got to be honest I have a very strong opinion on it. Plus we'll take your calls on anything from Apple TV to PVRs and iPhones so lots ahead on this week's episode of your tech life. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. It's always great to have your company. And uh, please, uh, don't, don't forget to subscribe because uh, that means you get it every week just right there in your app. It just appears and it downloads right when you need it. So uh, all of that is available for you here on Your Tech Life. All the weeks ahead, we do the show each and every week, except for when I take a break, which I'm entitled to now and then. Um, and uh, this week, we're going to talk census a whole lot. Here on your tech life. So I did make a shout out last week and said um, <clears throat> that if you jumped onto uh, iTunes and left a rating and a review, I'd send you an EFTM drink bottle. Now, several people have done that, but none of you that I can see have then sent me an email proving it. And that's the problem. TJ1956, I've I, I got no proof that you actually sent that if you now send me an email, but do your best to reach out because you said great informative program with more than one interesting uh, with more than one interesting and clearly presented topic per episode. Thank you very much, mister. Um, apart from woefully annoying intro music, as far as tech podcasts go, it is the best. Well, thank you for the five stars despite your very, very constructive criticism. And I've reached out to our production team and um, you know what? It's been a very long time. So I'm going to do my best. I appreciate the feedback. Um, Peter from Melbourne, and I have a sneaking suspicion it's Peter S, regular emailer. Mate, if it is, just shoot me your address and a drink bottle is coming your way. In fact, Peter from Melbourne, the Peter that emails me regularly and used to work at the same place I used to work many years back, um, but we didn't really cross paths. Um, Send me an email with your address, mate. I'll get you an EFTM drink bottle as well. Um, Peter from Melbourne says, top podcast, so helpful. Coming from a background in talk radio, Trevor understands the power of a great contact book. When it comes to consumer tech, he has the best contacts and he uses them to help his listeners. An entertaining podcast that provides tech news and solves real problems. Thank you, Peter from Melbourne. And and that reminds me, we did have a call many weeks ago, about three or four weeks ago from Mark, who had a problem with his Fetch TV. Mark, good news, mate. And I'll email you about this in the days ahead. Both the people at Fetch and Optus have come to the party and they will help us solve your problem once and for all, which is fantastic news. So that is a good resolution on that one. And the last comment for this week is L... Uh, no, J Lil J. 
tech simplicity. It says five stars. Great source of info that is to the point and easy to digest for the people like me. Thank you. And if you can email me and prove that those comments are from you, with your address, I will send you an EFTM drink bottle. I have oh, two, four, six, eight, ten. I have about fifteen left, and I'm just going to send them out. So jump onto iTunes, um, leave a comment, send me a screenshot or something if you're leaving the comment and with your address, and I'll send you an EFTM drink bottle. Um, thank you for listening, and thank you for the comments. It's uh, it's lovely lovely to um to hear from you and it's great to get cracking on your tech life it might sound crazy what i'm about to say but travel along's the world's best techie he's the kind of guy we picked on that school and it wasn't fair but he don't care he's cool So here's the thing. I am sad that the census has failed. And the reason I'm sad is because this will forever taint online solutions. It will forever taint the idea of us all getting online to do something. I'm already hearing people saying, well, we're not going to be able to vote online. Just for the record, I don't think we should vote online. I think we should vote electronically. Two very different things. Um, the census has failed tonight dismally at about 715 failed and frankly at 10 45 when i record this it is still a failure though they have at least created a system where people can get in um the problem here is that the internet is a really difficult beast a web page that you visit is simply some files and information on a computer that is pushed back to you and any of those computers can only handle so much at any one time and as a result there has been ways and mechanisms created over the years which helps more people get to a website. Now, I'll give you an example, and this is a genuine example. <clears throat> Earlier this year, a guy queued up for days to put his money down to just be in the queue to get a Tesla Model 3. He was in Artarman. I took a photo of him. I interviewed him. I put it on my website, eftm.com.au. We go, okay? We get some traffic. But that, that link, that website got shared by Tesla on Twitter, on Facebook. And because it was such an exclusive globally, it was very popular. And my website failed. It crashed. It crashed quickly. And I had to reboot it, get it back up, get another few hundred people in. Reboot it, get it up. And it was, it was terrible. Terrible. Because I had this one server, this one computer sitting there, waiting for everyone to get information from it. And when too many people tried, not only did they fail, but it crashed. So what I did was invest $20, $20 a month, in what is called a content delivery network, a CDN. A CDN basically takes my one computer and makes hundreds and hundreds of copies of it around the world. So that when I publish an article, that article gets distributed around the world 
200 times. And that 200 times means that anyone accessing it is not never accessing the same copy. You know, all the people in Victoria are seeing one copy, all the people in Sydney are seeing another, and it kind of splits it all up. Plus, the Cloudflare people have more servers and they can handle the scale of more people hitting me. Now, the only negative for me has been that because when I make a spelling mistake, which I do often, and I correct it on my server, it takes a long time for that to be reflected on those other copies of my website, and so sometimes those things aren't reflected immediately. But just tonight, I'm under intense pressure on my website because so many people are reading my census story. Never had traffic like it, but it's coping fine because I put in place that system. Now, here's the problem. We had a thing called Click Frenzy in 2012. It failed. 700,000 odd people tried to go to a website and it failed. So Census knew that everyone would be doing this tonight. So when they've had the original idea to do an online census, they put it to tender and IBM won that tender and at a cost of $9.6 million, 9.6 million taxpayer dollars, IBM built the internet-based census solution. And for my mind, it looks great. It's very well done. Someone then in the ABS said, hey, do you think it'll be okay on the night? They went, you know what, we should test that. So they paid a grand total of $469,357.50 to a company called Revolution IT in Melbourne, all there across Australia. And that company's job was to load test the website. Load testing services for Census 2016. Load testing means we're going to pretend, we're going to emulate, we're going to simulate the traffic that you're worried you'll get, and we're going to check whether everything's okay. So they did. And I'm not blaming Revolution IT. I'm suggesting that the question that they were asked was wrong. They were asked a question, can our website handle 500,000 submissions per hour? They tested it and said it can handle a million. So they passed the test and they were paid for that service. The problem was the idiots at the ABS didn't do their sums correctly. Let's say there's 10 million households in Australia, 10 million people going to complete the census. Let's say 2 million got the paper form because they're elderly or they asked for it. Let's say 1 million completed the form before Tuesday online. Let's say 2 million completed the form today during the day online. Let's say another 2 million are going to complete it later this week or next week because you don't have to do it tonight. That still leaves 3 million people completing the census on Tuesday night. Three million people broken down to 500,000 an hour means you're splitting it over six hours. That's ridiculous. People were always going to log on at 7.30, 8 o'clock, 8.30, and try and do it after they had dinner, put the kids to bed, or watch the news. That's when it failed. The server load testing needed to be for five million people. Five million people. Not half a million. They failed. It is a dismal outcome it is a waste of money and i don't believe that we can now accept this result 
from the census. So the reason I say that is because what the ABS will come out tomorrow and say is, it's okay, didn't work last night, that's disappointing, but you can still complete the census. The problem with that answer is there's a bunch of people who just won't care. And the, the ABS can't find you now because they had so many dramas. You, you, you tried. I tried. Don't find me. Get over it. So they're in a complete pickle because when the results come in and they find that we have less people in the country than we had before because less people filled out the census, the whole results are void and they have to start again. And they'll have to go back to paper forms because they can't create public trust and faith in the online system because they and they alone have destroyed it. It's a sad, sad world when we're not ready to do this online and it's even worse when we destroy Australians' perceptions of our ability to do it online. Keen to know what you think. Um, hit me up on Twitter, at Trevor Long. Um, it's honestly just really disappointing. <laughs> really disappointing. Um, and I wish it hadn't happened, but I knew it was going to. So I'm sure it'll be all over the news tomorrow. And I'm sure as you listen to this, you probably already heard it on the news and you're sick of it. So let's move on. This is Your Tech Life. So Alcatel, the Idol 4, is the next great smartphone from this company. And they're going to sell it direct. So you'll soon be able to go to alcatel-mobile.com au and buy the Idol 4. You can go there now to check it out. This is an Android M phone, 5.2 inch or 5.5 for the Android, uh, for the Idol 4S. Uh, 2,610 milliamp battery, a 13 megapixel camera um, on the back or uh, or 16 megapixel for the, for the larger version. And it comes packaged with a VR headset. The box that you buy it in is a VR headset. It's sensational. It's beautiful design. It is, it is like a glass front and back. It's very, very pretty. It's very light. It's very easy to use. It has that reversible up or down. It works in every direction. It's fantastic. Highly recommend you check out the, the entire range of Alcatel mobile products at alcatel-mobile.com slash au. Um, check them out now. You'll see the boom me up for the Idle 4. The Idle 4 has a button on the side that is boom. It'll boom within games. It'll boom your volume. It'll boom everything. Boom me up, the Idle 4. Check it out now at alcatel-mobile.com slash au. Uh, Alcatel Mobile, proud sponsors of Your Tech Life. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, your tech, tech Life with Trevor Long. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. This is Your Tech Life, episode 341. If you've got a question about technology, your problem with technology, you can get in touch anytime you like. Just go to the website eftm.com.au. Belinda's on the line. G'day, Belinda. Hi, Trevor. How are you? Very well. What can I do for you? I have a Sony um, hard disk recorder and hmm. um, it's not picking up high definition 10 or 9 uh, when so, I program it in. So your TV, so, which is MPEG-4, basically. It's a, it's a new broadcast technology. How old's the unit? Oh, it could be five years or older. Oh, really? Okay. So there's one of two likely outcomes here. The first one is that it's never going to work <laughs> because it's just too old. Um, yes. The other one is that there's an upgrade available for it. Have Have you looked into that? Yeah, I went onto the Sunny um, website and... Um, it said there was an upgrade, but then I went on to Whirlpool and another person said that there was a higher upgrade again. And um, I haven't been able to find the higher upgrade. 
Right. Well, I um, you emailed me the the model number. I've had a look. It is on the Sony website with a, a firm, firmware update, which is interesting. It is only you know September twenty eleven, but it does specifically mention MPEG four there. Um, okay. So. I honestly think that you may find it will work like a charm. So absolutely, the first and foremost thing you should do is um, is give it a whirl, right? So, okay. So I, I would uh, – now, I, I just well, – you know what I did? I just Googled the model number, and right. and, and it took me to the, the model number website for Sony on the Sony Australia homepage. And then right. and then what you do is you go to support, right. and, and there's a download there that says firmware update. Now, it's not the easiest thing in the world to do. But, you know, for someone with a little bit of savvy, you'll be fine. There's very detailed instructions there. But basically, yes. you download the file to your computer, you put it on a little USB stick, and then you plug it into the to the device and follow a few instructions and off it will go. Now, you'll know straight away whether it worked or not because you'll get those channels or not. Um, so that's the good news is you'll know as soon as you've done it, you'll know whether or not they are um, they are working and available. And if it doesn't work... Then you get back in touch with me, and I'll ask the question directly of Sony as to whether or not there is a further update available, or whether that um, that device will simply not be able to view those television channels. Well, I can view them, but I just can't tape from them. Yes, but are you viewing and them through your television and not through the the recorder? I've done both. Done both. So you and I've done updates on the TV and the DVR, mm-hmm. and I've also downloaded to a USB and up loaded it the version that they had on there and it still doesn't tape. So uh, do you know off the top of your head what number that was? What version number? Was it 4.10? I'll have a look for you right now if you can stand yeah, by. Yeah, yeah. I can no. quickly get it for you. So you've done the download from the Sony website despite the yes, fact I have. that and then after that you went to Whirlpool and found that there was uh, allegedly a another one. another one available and you think in like in other countries or something do you think? Yes, that's what I believe so but I I've tried other countries, but it keeps taking me back, back to, to Asia side. support. <laughs> yeah, back to the uh, to the Aussie or Asian website. Yeah, right. So uh, the version that I uploaded from Sony is 4.11.R8695. Right. And on Whirlpool, the chap said that there was a um, website version 4.10.R8588. That's the one I'm looking at. That's, I went on there today but, and I could not see it. But here's the thing. You said you've installed a 4.11. Yes. Well, that's newer than 4.10. Really? Yeah. So the, what they happen with version numbers is the first, it, it's, you know, incremental digits. So 4.10 would be lower than 4.11. But, yes. hey, if, the, if someone in Whirlpool says that 4.10 gives you the solution to the problem, then I would certainly try it. Now... What I'll do is I'll try and keep the um, the URL for this one. I'll try and send it to you and see whether you can download that and give it a whirl. And if it doesn't work, then you reply to me, let me know, and we'll see how much further we can push it with Sony. Otherwise, you might be up for a new player. Damn. Mm. <laughs> we got so much good stuff on that player. Well, you could you know, you know keep the player there. You just, you know, the new stuff you download, you know, like it's, it's working for all the stuff you've already recorded. You don't have to throw yeah. it away, you know. So there is that. But it is a bit of a crazy, um, <laughs> crazy situation, unfortunately. But let let's see how the four point one zero goes, and then let's um, and then let's get in touch with Sony, okay? Okay. I will email you that, and you go for that, and we'll see how we go. Good luck, and thanks for getting in touch. Okay, thank you, Trevor. Appreciate it. Good thank on you, you so much. No worries at all. And if you've got a question or a problem with technology, 
just get in touch. Go to the website, eftm.com.au. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. This is Your Tech Life. Get in touch anytime you want. If you've got a question about technology, a problem with technology, anything you like, uh, eftm.com.au. G'day, Frank. Uh, g'day, Trevor. How are you, mate? Good, buddy. How are you? Yeah, fine. Thanks, Trev. Yeah, uh, I've got a question for mm-hmm. you. Yep. Um, I, I'm thinking about buying the uh, iPhone SE. Yes. Uh, and I know around about this time of the year, they, or September, October, whatever, yep. I, Apple normally come up with a, you know, an updated version. Absolutely. And yeah, and uh, of you know of iPhones. I'm uh, just wondering whether uh, I should wait a while or just uh, grab the. Uh, the, the SE. Look, the, the iPhone SE is kind of like an interim model for them. It's a way of just putting something out to, to cater to the, the people that want a smaller screen. So it won't be updated in September or October. The, right. the, the next new iPhone, the iPhone 7, will be one of the big phones, the, you know, yes. the two bigger phones. I use an iPhone SE, Frank, and I love yeah, it. Yeah, good. It's a great phone. I small phones, mate. You know? Same here, mate. Same here. I think it's a great yeah. size. It does everything every other iPhone does, and it's just as yep. fresh and new on the inside. Um, yeah. But so, mate, my, my advice would be get that little puppy now because it's a great phone. And if I, I got a feeling they won't update it regularly, they might update it every kind of 18 months. So, right. um, yeah, I, I wouldn't worry at all. I wouldn't be looking over your shoulder. I'd go and buy it right now, mate. Okay, mate. I, uh, I feel better about doing that now, mate, because... Uh... You're pretty uh, switched on, so thanks very much for that. Do my best, Frank. Thanks for getting in touch, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers, cheers, mate. And if you've got a question about technology, just go to the website and send me an email, eftm.com.au. Talking technology without the jargon. Your Your Tech tech Life with Trevor Long. And we do it thanks to the good people at Garmin, garmin garmin.com.au. And what are their great products? Hey, the Olympics is on, so why shouldn't we talk about it, right? The, uh, The Forerunner 735 XT. Okay, now this is one cracking product, um, which you've got to you've got to uh, visit the website to check that one out. But uh, basically, wrist-based heart rate, advanced running dynamics, multi-sport uh, recovery time advisor, a whole range of different things. Then, of course, the Forerunner Two Three Five, a very very simple watch, but has great things like that wrist-based heart rate. Now, that's the big thing that's that's changing it for runners. You've got smart notifications linked to your smartphone so you can have that in your bag or in the pocket or on your wrist or on your elbow you know people wear them up on their arm and um and it all shows on your wrist as well as all the activity data that you're getting so stay in the zone and race to your personal best with elevate wrist heart, wrist heart rate technology this watch's colorful graphic interface tells you what zone you're in allowing you to train more effectively with the wrist-based heart rate Smart features include notifications and Garmin Connect IQ apps. Also includes a connected feature such as automatic upload to Garmin Connect and audio prompts. There's a whole range in there. Check it out. It's a cracking little product, the Forerunner 235. Um, You'll find that uh, at garmin.com.au. Now, the uh, Nissan Nismo GT Academy is back, so you can go from gamer to real-life racer, this is the thing that over a few years now has had people competing in Gran Turismo on the PlayStation and then potentially becoming race car drivers. Last year, Matt Simmons, Posty, used to deliver parcels, loved his PlayStation, got behind the wheel of the PlayStation, set some quick lap times, made it to the Aussie finals, made it to Silverstone for the world finals and won. Matt Simmons is now a professional 
race car driver in the Blancpain, I say it like that because I assume it's how it's pronounced, GT Endurance Cup in a Nissan GTR Nismo GT3. This is one of the greatest race cars in the world, and a bloke who used to deliver parcels just two years ago is now racing it full time because he won a PlayStation game. It's a genuine thing. Nissan backs it as a part of their driver academy. The GT Academy is sensational. Um, if you're interested in it, the new GT Sport will be out in November and it'll be exclusive to the PlayStation 4. And uh, GT Academy dates and locations before that are August 14 in Fed Square, August 28 to 26 out at the Red Rooster Sydney Super Sprint at Sydney Motorsport Park, and September 9, 7 to 9 at Warner Brothers Movie World on the Gold Coast. Full details of those are all also available, and of course, at eftm.com.au. Now, um, Instagram. How are you loving it? Have you done the Instagram app update? The Instagram app update actually allows you to do Snapchat. Now, it doesn't allow you to actually do Snapchat because Snapchat's a different app. It's owned by a different company, a range of different reasons. But they have literally copied Snapchat's best feature, and that is Stories. So in Snapchat, for those who haven't used it, you open up Snapchat, you take a photo, and you add it to your day. The photo only lasts 24 hours. If you don't see it within 24 hours, if your, your followers don't see it within 24 hours, you get nothing. So your stories disappear after 24 hours. And why that's cool is because it creates this kind of a constant um, constant question. You have to continually go um, back to Snapchat. You have to continually engage in Snapchat. And you can draw on the screen. You can do silly, silly filters, all these different things. So what Instagram has done is added a little bar up the top of the Instagram feed with all these little, little round faces. You can see someone you follow. And you can click on that and it'll show you their last 24-hour story. It's not their Instagram pictures. It's very separate. Those Instagram pictures still sit in a feed and they stay there forever. But your Instagram story disappears after just 24 hours. And you can draw on the screen. You can put a whole bunch of little things on there. And it actually is a really good way of telling a story. I saw Qantas do one today from their Jet Museum. It's a fantastic way of just telling a story about stuff. Uh, Daniel Ricciardo, Formula 1 driver for Red Bull Racing, has been doing a great little story in LA where he's with mates and they're looking at cars. It's just awesome to kind of walk through a day with someone. And because the Instagram feed is now not chronological, it's actually an easy way to kind of follow someone's day. I love it. I've already moved. I haven't deleted Snapchat, I'll be honest. I've I've turned off notifications and badges and all that stuff, and I've put it into a different folder because, frankly, I might need it at some point. I might need to open it. I might need to look at something. So I've, I've not deleted it. I've just moved it, and I won't see it. So, uh, interested to know what you think uh, about Instagram's pivot and change of strategy. Um, let me know what you think. Go to the website, eftm.com.au. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. This is Your Tech Life, episode 341. If you've got a question, a problem, you want to have a chat about anything technology, just go to the website eftm.com.au. You can find me on Facebook as well. Just search for EFTM or search for Trevor Long. G'day, Jen. G'day, Trevor. How are you? Very well, very well. Uh, have you done the census? Not yet. I've well, just... Uh, don't go online. To... Don't go online yet because it's broken. I was going to say <laughs> it's... it's taking forever to... Yeah. Load up. Yeah, you might want to do it tomorrow. Right. Okie dokie. But in the meantime, how can I help you technically? 
Right, I'm looking at Apple TV. Mm-hmm. Do you recommend it? And is it any good? What are you is looking it for? What do you th- money? What do you think it's going to do for you? Um, basically, I've got Foxtel in two rooms, but don't want to pay out for a third box. So I want to stream uh, things from Netflix, Stan, Presto, and the likes, yep. um, and also YouTube videos. So then, bottom line, yes, it's beautiful. You'll love it for all those things. You'll probably need the the latest version, though, not the original version, because there's no Presto app on the original version. Um, Right. Now, there are other boxes, though, that you could get. So are you a Telstra customer in any way, shape, or form? No. Okay. Definitely not. Telstra TV is an answer. And I'm basically Mm. all Apple in the house. Mm. So I've got iPhone, um, iPads, and iMac. So basically then the other option, well, yeah, look, the only other option I'd suggest is a Fetch TV, which is also a pretty darn good box. But look, if you're in the Apple ecosystem, you will love the Apple TV um, because you're able to do a lot with different parts of the kind of the technology. So it's a cheap investment. It'll offer you a whole lot more than what you you want it to do, Um, but it'll do exactly what you want it to do um, in the meantime. Right. Okay, great. So bottom line, enjoy, love it. So go what, for the fourth gen- yeah, generation? Yeah, look, I would buy the fourth there. generation. If, if budget isn't a huge issue, I think the fourth generation is a great box. It allows you to do a whole range of extra things, including other apps that you wouldn't even think of right now. It also allows you to do a universal search. So you can say, hey, Siri, find me Clint Eastwood movies, and it'll show you movies in the iTunes store, on Netflix, on Stan, a whole range of different things. Right, okay. A very smart box. Right. Okay, that keys. All right. Yeah. Easy as pie. Well, apart from not being able to get Presto on Generation 3, mm. what's the difference between Generation 3 and Generation 4? Um, the, so the, la- the storage. Well, the latest ones um, offer an app store. So you can, you know, there's people building apps all the time for it. Whereas the older right. one, the little tiny one, that's only 100 bucks or so, um, yeah. will, um, will only do the things that have been approved by Apple. It's kind of a closed ecosystem. Now, hey, Jen, I'll be honest with you. I've only got the old ones. We've got uh, right. we've got two Apple TVs here, and uh-huh. if you've got an iPad, then you can watch Presto on your iPad and just push it to the Apple TV. So you don't actually need yeah. to use the app that's built into the TV. So mm-hmm. if if you're happy to do that, it's the old box for 108 bucks or whatever it is these days. Yeah, 107. I think. Perfect. Is, yeah. I mean, it's a great little box. It it it. It's it's not scalable, so it's not going to do amazing things in the future, but it's going to do all your movies that you own on iTunes. It's going to do your Stan, your Netflix, and your Presto. You can watch your YouTube on it. You can flick photos up to it. You can even listen to your music on it. So, honestly, awesome. 107 bucks, bingo, all you're done. Right. Sounds good to me. Okay, thanks, Trevor. No worries. Thanks Enjoy your night, and good luck getting the census done sometime in the next week. Okay. Cheers, Trevor. Good on you. See ya. Thanks for calling, and if you've got a question about technology, just go to the website, eftm.com.au. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Honestly, it's just past 11 o'clock, and the Australian Bureau of Statistics has just tweeted, ABS and Census websites are unavailable. The service won't be restored tonight. We will update you in the AM. We apologise for the inconvenience. Oh, my God. God. That is beyond belief. That is that is appalling. 
I mean, I don't, I don't like seeing people suffer, but many people need to lose their jobs because of this. I mean, this is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Anyway, welcome your feedback. The website is eftm.com.au. The Twitter handle is at Trevor Long. You can find me on Facebook as well. Just search Trevor Long. Um, you type Trevor, you'll find Trevor Noah first, but type Trevor L, you'll probably find me pretty quickly. <laughs> Trevor Long. And, of course, um, keen to get your feedback. And, of course, keen to read your reviews and ratings of the great podcast here. Go to iTunes and click on podcast, search for Your Tech Life, and just leave a little rating and review. And if you do and you take a photo of you doing that to prove that it was you, I'll send you an EFTM drink bottle. Simple as that. They're metal. They're good good quality drink bottles. People are loving them. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. There won't be a um, uh, Two Blokes Talking Tech this week. Stephen's still in New York. We thought we'd just take the week off because... Hey, let him enjoy his time. We're back next week in person, standing by side by side, having a great show. So until then, it's been lovely to have your company. We'll be back again next week on Your Tech Life. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Keep the conversation going online on Twitter at Trevor Long, on Facebook, uh, Trevor Long, and go to the website, eftm.com.au. Until next week, we'll see you then.